installment of Everything NHL, the hockey segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so we're going to recap Thursday and fr- some of Friday's games. We'll um, look at some pickups you guys can pick up, and then we'll take a look at some of the previews for Saturday. All right, sounds good. Let's get into it. All right, so I guess we can start with... Um, Colorado um, pouring on the points against Montreal. They were able to win 4-1. Um, no goals in the first period, but in the second period, Fillery, uh, Nitrushkin and Kale McCarr for Colorado, and Ben Shiro with the only goal of the game for Montreal. And then in the third period, Andre Burakovsky and Gabriel Landeskog for Colorado as well. Um, what do you think about this game? Yeah, honestly, it's a pretty big bounce back for Colorado. Uh, They lost to Toronto 8-3 the night before. So it was a good rebound for them against Montreal. Um, Yeah, they played a whole lot better than us for Montreal. Yeah, it's just been really tough for them. They lose another game here. I honestly don't know what this team needs to do to turn things around. I think even if Carey Price does come back, I don't know how much he's going to be able to salvage this season for the Canadians. I guess at this point, um, it might be better just to kind of try to tank picks. Yeah, get draft picks, that kind of thing. Um, And then, you know, uh, I know they've been struggling with, like, depth, especially, like, for center and on defense. So, yeah, you tank, you get some draft picks, and hopefully you can build from there. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have another dominant performance by Tampa Bay beating St. Louis 4-2. Um, we have Andre uh, Palat in the first period for Tampa Bay, Brandon Sack for St. Louis in the second period. And then in the third period, we have um, two goals for Tampa Bay by Victor Hed- Hedman and uh, a goal by Anthony Sorelli for Tampa Bay as well. And we have Pavel Buknovic for St. Louis. And what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay played really solid. Um, I think they lost to St. Louis the game before, so they played them again, and then they ended up winning this one at home. Yeah, Tampa Bay played solid, obviously. Um, I think both St. Louis and Tampa Bay, they're really solid teams this year. Um, They're both probably going to be playoff teams. Um, Tampa Bay, they're defending champs, so most likely – they'll probably win at least one round in the playoffs this year, if not more. So, yeah, both of these teams are looking good. Um, yeah, and hopefully they can just continue um, playing well. If Tampa Bay ends up making the Stanley Cup finals, I don't think I'd be surprised. Oh, if they make the finals, they're probably going to win the whole thing again. I yeah. like they're, they're too experienced from their previous runs. So, yeah, if they somehow get to the finals, I pretty much would expect them to win it. For sure. And speaking of another contender, we have the Florida Panthers with a really dominant performance against the Buffalo Sabres, seven to four, um, really um, high scoring game by both teams. And I guess we had three goals by Buffalo in the first period, two by Benny Inestroza and one by Dylan Cousins. And in the second period, we had three goals by Florida by Lucas Carlson, Sam Reinhardt and Aaron Ekblad and Casey Middlestadt with 
um, another goal for Buffalo. And in the third period, um, a bunch of goals by Florida, Aaron Ekblad, Anton Lundell, Jonathan Huberto, and Anton Lundell again. So uh, what do you think about this high-scoring game? Yeah, honestly, um, it's a crazy comeback from Florida. They were down 3-0 to Buffalo, down 4-1 to Buffalo. Then they come back and win at 7-4. So, yeah, it was a big win for Florida. And then as for Buffalo, honestly, um, we talked about this. They were hovering around 500 uh, record. And then it's just slipped from there. They're now four games below 500. Uh, they're playing sort of like the Buffalo team from last year and been in a pretty bad skid lately. I honestly don't know what to say other than, like, this is, should be a routine win for Florida at this point. Yeah, I mean, I guess for Buffalo, this is more or less what you can expect, but I think it's still good that they're still um, play, playing like um, they should be able to compete with these teams. And I guess being up against a team like Florida, even though, even though you lost the lead, I think it's still something to look forward to as a rebuilding team. Yeah, probably just look to, you know, uh, once you get a lead, um, just make sure that you hold on to it. Uh, something you, I guess they just have to work on. But yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. For sure. And I guess moving on to um, another, I guess, relatively high scoring game all the way down to the wire. Um, Chicago was able to beat Washington um, in, the sh in the shootout. So yeah, it went all the way down to the wire. Alex Debrinkit in the first period for Chicago. And then in the second period, we had Nick Dowd and Evgeny Kuznetsov for Washington and Dominic Kubelik for Chicago. And in the third period, we have Garnet Hathaway for Washington and Seth Jones for Chicago. And so what do you think about the performance by these two teams? Yeah, I think uh, both teams played relatively well. Um, Chicago obviously winning in a shootout, Patrick Kane scores, and Flurry stops all the shots in the shootout. So a good win for Chicago. They're still trying to turn their season around. Um, I think uh, they were, you know, quite far from, uh, you know, a decent record now. I think they're only like, what, four games from 500, slowly building it back. I think they can finish the season with at least a 500 record, unless they go on some crazy run and potentially contend for a playoff spot. But yeah, it's a good slow build for Chicago. And then I guess as for Washington, they're one of the top five teams in the East. I don't think they have anything to worry about. Still get a point off this game, even though uh, they didn't really uh, play particularly well in the first period. Um, but yeah, um, honestly, Washington does need to be concerned here at all. Yeah, I feel like it's Chicago that needs to be more concerned because they had a kind of a rough adjustment period and now they're playing catch up. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much what's going on. They had that rough stretch at the beginning we talked about. And then, yeah, um, trying to make up games, make up ground on teams above them, it's really uh, becoming difficult. Yeah, and I feel like even if they make it, they're probably not going to have a favorable seed. So it's going to be really uphill for the rest of the season. Yeah, you're probably playing a team like Edmonton, Vegas, St. Louis, Minnesota, you know, like one of those top-end teams right yeah. now. So, um, yeah, it, it is going to be tough, I agree. For sure. And I guess uh, moving on to, I guess, a pretty tough loss by Carolina. Sen uh, the Ottawa Senators were able to get the upset. Um, really solid game by the Senators uh, with Alex Formanton in the first period. Formanton again in the third period. Um, 
and Josh Norris in the third period as well. And for Carolina, uh, Tuvo, Teravainen, and Andrei Sveshnikov in the third period. No goals in the second. Um, what do you think about this game by Ottawa? Yeah, um, Ottawa had a six-game losing streak coming into this game. So big win against a tough Carolina team, uh, really solid. Um, I think their goalie, Anton Forsberg, he made like something like 47 saves, really solid there. Um, this is probably just an off game for Carolina, honestly. Uh, there's no way they could continue to be as hot as they were in October and early November. They definitely come down to earth a little bit. Uh, they've had injuries. They've had other things going on. So, um, yeah, this Carolina team, they're still very solid. We don't need to worry about anything. They're just sort of coming down to earth a little bit. Yeah, even the best teams, eventually they lose one game and then they just go on a crazy streak again. So it's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, honestly, you just need to make sure their team is healthy. And, uh, yeah, I think this was good for Ottawa. Hopefully they can get things turned around because they, ha they have had a rough start to start the season. Yeah, hopefully this is the start of, like, an Ottawa run or something. Yeah, they're going to need something. Uh, they just really haven't played that well. For sure. And I guess moving on to a really close game by the San Jose Sharks, clutching it out in overtime against the Edmonton, I mean, the New York Islanders, sorry. And I guess Matthew Barzell in the first period, Nick Benino in the first period as well. Uh, no goals in the second and third. Eric Carlson in overtime for San Jose. Um, what do you think about these two teams? Yeah, I'll start with the Sharks here. Uh, they've been playing relatively solid. Um, I know people were saying, oh, they're going to come down to earth. I know we talked about that a little bit, but they have been playing pretty well what they're like what 13 9 and 1 so pretty solid overall in a in a you know an up and coming western conference so they're they're still playing solid then the new york islanders this is their ninth loss in a row i honestly don't know what to say at this point i know they've had players out due to covid protocol they're like what one five at home since getting their new building things just have not worked out for them um, I know I sort of said at the beginning of the year they were going to be a bubble team for the playoffs, but now it looks like they might not even be close to that. This might be a team that's just sort of looking to hit the reset button next year because things have really gone out of hand. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the at the point where I guess it's just um, too far to come back, so you might as well just try to get some picks and try to, I guess, increase your depth. I don't think it's too far to come back, but at the same time, this Islanders team, they've always had trouble scoring goals. So if you're not getting goals at a, at a nice uh, clip, a nice pace, then uh, you're going to have a tough time pulling out long winning streaks. So that's why I really doubt that this team, this team can win their fair share of games, but I don't think they can get on a long enough winning streak to be able to salvage the season. Yeah. And I guess uh, moving on to um, Boston with pretty solid win against Nashville. Um, 2-0. We had Jake DeBrusque in the first period and uh, Brandon Carlo in the second period. Um, I guess business as usual for Boston. Yeah, I was going to say this feels like a Boston type game. They just go in there and low scoring and they get the win. Um, pretty impressive there. Uh, Jacob Swayman gets a shutout, 42 saves. Uh, not much going on offense for Nashville, but I guess Boston really tightened up their defense in this game. Um, both teams have been pretty solid. I know people have been sleeping a bit on Boston because they haven't played as much games as other teams, so they don't have the points in the standings. But, yeah, Boston's solid. They should make the playoffs this year. And then, yeah, Nashville, they've been pretty solid in the West as well. They've been bouncing between a division seed and wild card. 
uh, type year. So, um, yeah, I think this is just a one-off for Nashville. They're also pretty solid. Yeah, it's weird to say this about Boston, but it feels like they could be a sleeper team this year. Yeah, I mean, anytime they go into the playoffs, uh, we know that they have a good enough team to, you know, potentially make a run. Um, and then they sort of adjust their play style as well. So, yeah, definitely a sleeper team. Sure. And I guess uh, moving on to another um, playoff potential team, we have the Minnesota Wilds with a dominant performance against New Jersey. Um, they were able to take this game 5-2. to two. Um, Kirill Kaprizov and Ram Pitlick for Minnesota in the first period. And in the second period, we have Kirill Kaprizov with another goal and Dmitry Kulikov for Minnesota as well. And we have Ryan Graves and Thomas Tatar for New Jersey. And in the third period, we had um, Ryan Hartman for Minnesota. And so what do you think about um, this dominant performance by Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota is so solid right now. They won five games in a row. They're first in the Central Division. Um, they're looking like just as solid as they were last year. I know we talked a lot about them last year being a solid team. They just weren't at the level of Vegas and Colorado in that West Division last year. But ever since they moved back to the Central, um, they've just dominated. Uh, they don't have um, – well, they have Colorado in their division, but Colorado obviously they dealt with injuries. They had a rough start. So, yeah, Minnesota is just really running away with this division. They're really looking like a contender in the West for sure. Yeah, I feel like um, Minnesota, they've always, even last year, they've been like one of the teams that you should probably watch out for, and they're definitely still that team. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like that they are a team to watch out for. And then, yeah, getting to New Jersey, they've lost seven out of their past nine. They're one of these teams we talked about where they probably even out. They had a nice uh, hot start, but they've kind of, you know, skidded a little bit. So, uh, yeah, New Jersey, I didn't think they'd be a playoff team coming into the year. So when they did get off to a hot start, I was kind of skeptical. And now we're sort of seeing that steady decline and them getting to where I guess we projected for them to be. Yeah, I mean, New Jersey, they are still rebuilding, so it doesn't really make too much sense for them to make a playoff push anyways. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, the, this is just a team that, you know, they have a lot of young players. They just got to keep developing them, and then, yeah, eventually they'll have a good enough roster. For sure. And moving on to the next game, we have the Dallas Stars um, taking a game off the Columbus Blue Jackets by one goal. Um, Jason Robertson in the first period, uh, Boone Jenner in the first period for Columbus. And in the second period, we had Alexander Texay for Columbus. And, and for Dallas, we had Tyler Sagan and Jason Robertson with another goal. No goals in the third period. And what do you think about these two teams? Dallas has been really hot ever since uh, they called up uh, Jake Ottinger uh, to be their goalie. Um, and especially at home, like I think, yeah, Dallas, they've won like six in a row or something. They've just been so solid. Uh, I, I know we talked about them at the beginning of the season. They were a bit mediocre, but yeah, they definitely look like a solid team that can definitely be in the playoffs. And then as for Columbus, uh, they've been sort of up and down lately. I mean, their record's still decent at 12 and nine, but um, that hot start they had, I think they were a top three team in the Metro. Uh, I think they've fallen a bit from there. 
Um, they're sort of uh, falling back to where I guess we expected them to be just outside the playoffs. So, um, yeah, Columbus, they either need to turn things around or else, yeah, they're going to be a little lower in the East. Yeah, and I feel like Dallas, again, it's kind of weird to say because Dallas is really good on paper, but I feel like they're kind of a sleeper team. Yeah, um, especially since we saw that run they made in 2020 going all the way to the finals. I feel like this is a team that, yeah, they definitely, once they get to the playoffs, they can just turn it on. They have the depth to do it, like you said. And yeah, um, they, if they can get uh, the goaltending from Ottinger, who um, I guess the future is now for him. He's now their starter. So yeah, they get the goaltending from him and they're definitely going to be really solid. For sure. And I guess speaking of teams that you can't really overlook, um, we have the Calgary Flames taking a game off the LA Kings, uh, similar um, score. They were able to win three to two. Um, Alex Yafalo for um, Los Angeles in the first period. And we had Andrew Majapani and Milan Lucic for uh, Calgary in the first period as well. In the second period, we had Matthew Kachuk for uh, Calgary and Alexander Etler for LA. No goals in the third period. Um, what do you think of Calgary so far? Yeah, they're looking really solid. Uh, their coach, Daryl Sutter, uh, he returned to LA for the first time since he was fired after winning two cups with the Kings as their coach. He returns there as Calgary's coach. He gets a big win. He's pretty happy after the game. Definitely really solid for this Flames team. I think they have some ridiculous road record this year. It's insane. Uh, they're just a, a good road team. Uh, that's one thing about Calgary. Uh, they just seem to get it done in other teams' buildings. And, yeah, playing really solid. And then, but yeah, the Kings, they've just been up and down all year. They're going along losing streaks and long winning streaks. So um, they're like one of those 500 teams. Um, they win some, they lose some. That's pretty much what you're going to expect from them this year. Yeah, and I feel like um, with Calgary, I guess being a good road team, that's per a pretty good sign for the playoffs. I don't know how far far they'll make, but I feel like they're probably going to go to distance with a team that you wouldn't expect. I mean, yeah, heading into the playoffs, um, they might have home ice advantage in the first round, but if they get to the second round, they're probably going to have to play the Edmonton Oilers, who are probably going to be the one seed. So uh, having to go into Edmonton and try and get wins, yeah, I definitely agree. You have to be a good road team. Yeah, probably be the battle of Alberta again. Yeah, I think seeing that in the playoffs would be amazing. So hopefully we get that this year. For sure. And uh, moving on to some of Friday's games, we have um, the New York Rangers uh, with a really close game, um, taking taking one off um, San Jose by one goal. Ryan Strom in the first period, but the only goal of the game. Um, what do you think about this low-scoring game? Yeah, New York's won seven straight at home. They're playing really well. One of the top teams in the Metro, along with Carolina and Washington. So. Um, yeah, the Rangers, uh, I think they missed the playoffs uh, last year. Um, the year before, they sort of made it through the bubble type thing. But um, yeah, this year, they're a surefire playoff team. They're playing really solid. And then I guess as for the Sharks, they didn't even play bad in this game. They just uh, weren't able to score goals. I think uh, they had played the night before. So um, I don't want to, you know, knock them too much because the back-to-backs are difficult. But um, yeah, I think the Sharks are still pretty solid. Yeah, and I feel like uh, the Rangers are really taking a, a step up, and it's right when the Islanders are having a rough season. So it's basically the perfect opportunity for them. 
yeah, you could even say they're sort of replacing them as one of the top teams in this division. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Sure. And moving on to the next game, we have a really dominant performance by uh, Winnipeg um, beating New Jersey 8-4. to four. Um, Mark Shifley, Nikolai Ehler, and Christian Vasilainen all in the first period for Winnipeg. And for New Jersey, we have uh, Damon uh, Severson and Jack Hughes. And in the second period, we have uh, Nico Heischer and Ryan Graves from New Jersey. And Nikolai Ehlers again, Josh Morrissey and Mark uh, Shifley again for Winnipeg. And in the third period, we have Mark Shifley again, and we have Adam Lowry for Winnipeg. Um, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, big win for the Jets here. Mark Shifley, hat-trick, uh, good for him. He was struggling a bit to start the year. It's good to see him getting points. Um, yeah, I know the Jets, they've been sort of slumping a bit. Good to see them back in the winning column. And then we talked about New Jersey already. This team, there's they have that steady decline again. They lose another game here. They're now down to 500. They could even drop or, uh, to even worse than that if they don't uh, sort of turn their season around. Yeah, I guess for um, New Jersey, I mean, it'd still be nice to try to uh, be over 500, but at the same time, since they're rebuilding, if they dip a little bit, it's not really too much of a big deal. Yeah, um, but then at the same time, you want to see progress. So I think they're sort of stuck between that. Like, you don't want to win too much because you, you want to get a good draft pick, but you kind of want to see your team improve. So yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you want to inspire confidence in your in your team, but at the same time, you want to make sure you have a future to build towards as well. Yeah, exactly. I definitely agree. And I guess for the rest of Friday's games, they're still ongoing. Um, Seattle's currently leading Edmonton four to two, which is really surprising. Calgary's leading Anaheim three to two. So another uh, really good road road performance so far by Calgary. Um, Vegas absolutely uh, dominating Arizona right now, six to one. So I guess those are the games um, for Thursday and Friday. And uh, with that, we can move on to the pickups. So I guess we'll start with forwards. And uh, what do you have this week? Yeah, I've got Yanni Gordigan for the Seattle Kraken. Um, he plays center right wing eligible in Yahoo. He's only around 30% rostered. Um, he has a goal in this game against Edmonton. And then I think in his last four games, he's got like five points. So he's been really solid. It's been like a plus four in those four games. Um, he's gotten like a pretty much averaging a shot every game and almost a hit every game. So you're getting everything from this guy. Go pick him up if he's available. Uh, most shallow leagues, you can pick him up, but deep leagues definitely need to add this guy. Um, and then I have uh, Valerie Nichushkin from Colorado. Um, I guess not counting that game against Toronto, although he did have an assist there, but he was minus three. But other than that, uh, in his past five games, his past six, seven games, he's been like a total of like plus seven or eight. So he's been really solid. Uh, he gets a lot of hits. He's been averaging like two hits a game in his past five. So really solid. He gets shots. He's been getting goals in like, what is it? Four out of his past six games, he has a goal. Uh, sorry, five out of his past seven games, he has a goal. So Nichushkin's really solid right now. He's getting points, getting shots. 
um, whatever you need in fantasy right now. He's been really solid. So definitely pick him up. He can play both wing slots, which is great. Then um, my last forward is Michael Bunting from Toronto. Uh, he's been one of the top rookies this year. He's around 30% rostered, plays left wing. Um, he's playing on a line with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. So when you're playing with two of the best players from Toronto, you're going to get a lot of points. I think he had three assists against Colorado in that last game. He's been averaging three shots a game pretty much in his past four. Um, and I think he's had like, what, uh, two, four, six, eight points in his past four games. That's actually insane uh, production. That's like two points a game average. So, um, yeah, if he's not owned in your league, definitely go pick him up. And that's who I have for forwards. Sure. I guess I'll start um, with uh, Ivan Barbashev for my forwards. Um, I feel like he's pretty solid, especially for a deep league pickup. It's about 15% rostered right now. I think for the season, he has eight goals, six assists, 36 shots, um, gets hits as well. And I feel like, I think four of his um, last eight goals just came this week. So it's pretty hot right now. So if you're in a deep league, you're definitely going to want to take a look at um, Ivan Barbashev. And I guess the next person you can kind of take a look at is Evan Rodriguez for Pittsburgh. He also has uh, eight goals, eight assists. He has 76 shots. He also has a um, decent amount of hits as well for a forward. 28% um, rostered. I feel like he's uh, another uh, pretty solid forward that you can uh, pick up. And I guess for my next forward, I have uh, Bone Jenner again. Um, he's still pretty solid. 11 goals for the season, four assists, 58 shots. He's, he is minus four, but I feel like um, the rest of the stats should make up for that. And if you have, and you're pretty good in um, plus, minus, plus minus already, um, the rest of your the rest of the stats should um, more than make up for that. And I guess that's it for forwards. So who do you have for defense? Yeah, so defense, um, I have Jamie Alexiak for Seattle. He's around 18% roster in Yahoo leagues. Um, uh, he's been really solid lately. I think he's had like, what, uh, five points in his past four games. Uh, he's been a plus nine in his past four games. Insane. Um, he gets shots. He gets hits as well for a defenseman. Uh, he's one of those more hit specialist type defensemen. So, yeah, if you need any of these stats, like he's just been really solid. So definitely go pick him up. Um, and then I have Evan Bouchard for the Edmonton Oilers. I know I've mentioned him a lot, various points this year. He's around 40% rostered. I mean, this guy, he's just been getting like good minutes with the Oilers. Uh, his plus minus, I think he's like, what, plus five in his past three games. Uh, he has five shots in that span and four points. So, I mean, if as a defenseman, you have four points in your past three games, you're playing really solid. Uh, he has a goal in this game um, as we're recording against Seattle. So he's even producing now. So, yeah, go pick up Evan Bouchard. And those are my defense pickups. For sure. And I guess for my defense pickups, I'll start with um, Jonas uh, Broden for Minnesota. He's only 70, I mean, only 7% rostered. So he's more of a deep league pickup, but he has three goals, eight assists, 45 shots. He's plus three. So especially if you need shots, if you need um, assists, if even if you need um, some hits, um, he's definitely someone you can pick up. His, he's on a really good Minnesota team right now. So his plus minus 
would help you a little bit as well. And I guess um, you can also take a look at um, Nick Jensen. He's about 26% rostered right now. Three uh, goals, six assists. He's plus 21 right now and 38 shots. So um, if you especially uh, need plus minus on a defenseman, um, Nick Jensen's probably going to be um, a defenseman that you're going to want to take a look at. And I guess um, for goalies, who do you have? Yeah, so for goalies, I have uh, Vili Husso for the uh, St. Louis Blues. And um, I have him because he is starting right now for St. Louis as Jordan Binnington went into COVID-19 protocol. So he's going to probably be starting the majority of the games in the upcoming week. So if you need like a starter fill in for this week, if you either have Binnington or you have a goalie that's hurt, definitely go pick up Huso. It's only around 11% roster, so he's available in most leagues, I think. So yeah, definitely go add him up. For sure. And I guess my goalie pickup would be Dan Vladar for the Calgary Flames. Um, right now, he has uh, four wins for the season. His goals against average is 1.57. His save percent is 0.946. Um, Calgary, they've had a really good world record so far. So as long as they give them the start, uh, he does have a chance of getting a, a win. And his save percent is really good as well. So another goalie that you're going to want to pick up. And I guess that concludes the pickup portion of the podcast. So I guess we'll move on to the previews now. And I guess we can start with uh, St. Louis versus Florida. Um, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, Florida's just been so solid at home. I really can't pick against them here. I think you just got to keep going to the well with this team. You should be able to get a win here. Sure. And I guess we can move on to Montreal versus Nashville. Who takes this? I think Nashville should bounce back in this game. I know they had that tough game against Boston, but yeah, I, I think that this is a chance for Nashville to get a win here. Sure. And now we have a matchup between two top tier teams. Who gets to keep the streak? Sorry, which two teams? This one should be the Maple Leafs versus Minnesota. All right. So Leafs and Minnesota. Well, that's tough. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think the Leafs are favored in this game. I think I'll go with Toronto, honestly. Uh, there hasn't been a team that's been able to beat them much. I think they have, like, what, 15 wins in their past 17 games? Something insane like that. I honestly thought Colorado could catch them off guard on Wednesday, and then they just ended up blowing out Colorado. So, yeah, I think you just got to keep riding Toronto until they fall off because they've been playing really solid. For sure. And moving on to Tampa Bay versus uh, Boston, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, this is another tough one. Uh, Boston's been playing a lot better lately. I think there's a chance they they could get a win here. Um, I don't know. It, it's tough. This game could actually go either way as well. It's another one of those. But yeah, I might lean with Boston slightly. For sure. And uh, moving on to Colorado versus Ottawa, do you think they can get an upset here? Well, it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to lean with the avalanche. Uh, the spread's huge. I don't think it's that big. I think this should be a closer game than people expect because I feel like Ottawa can sort of start turning things around. But yeah, I still think Colorado should win. All right. And I guess moving on to the Islanders versus Detroit. Um, do you think the Islanders can get a win here? 
No, I don't think so. Because Detroit's actually been hot. They've been winning games lately. I think they've won like four out of their past five, something like that. Like they've been insanely hot and they're at home. So Detroit's really solid at home. I might actually go with Detroit. Um, I don't know when the Islanders are going to get a win. And I think I'm just going to keep fading them until they do. All right. And moving on to Columbus versus Washington, who do you think takes this game? Yeah, I think you just got to go with Washington here. They've been so solid. Columbus, they've, they've taken a bit of a step back. Um, I think they're sort of coming down to earth a little bit. So, yeah, I'll go with Washington here. And moving on to Buffalo versus Carolina, who gets to um, lose their losing streak? I don't think Carolina is going to get taken off guard again like they did last game against Ottawa. I think they should be able to get it done here. I say should because anything can happen. But, yeah, I like Carolina here. All right. And moving on to Chicago versus New York. Um, do you think New York will hold on to their streak? It's tough to say, actually, because they're at a home. What is it, like a seven-game home streak? Yeah, I might lean with the Rangers. Um, I guess the only issue I have is them playing back-to-back, and I guess Chicago's had some rest. Yeah, this is a game that could go either way as well. But, yeah, I'll lean with the Rangers. All right. And I guess moving on to Pittsburgh versus Vancouver. Uh, do you think Vancouver can get a win? They could. They have been playing better lately, but I think I'm still going to lean with Pittsburgh. They've definitely been really solid as of late, playing really well. So, yeah, I'll lean with Pittsburgh here. All right. And that about brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Honestly, I feel like... Um... Like I mentioned, those mediocre teams are either becoming really solid or they're just fall, they're like falling off. I, I don't see like like I don't know with the league right now, there's a bunch of teams at the top that are really hot. And then there's just a bunch of teams that are slumping. I feel like the league's sort of dividing itself a bit um, around now, like early December. These are when teams are going to start solidifying their spots in the standings. So it's been exciting so far. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I uh, got to shout out Calgary because they've been um, on the road for uh, quite some time and they've been finding ways to win games. So um, really solid performance by Calgary so far. Yeah, I think a few teams I can shout out here. Obviously, we talked about Toronto, their streak. Minnesota's been on a nice little streak. I just talked about Detroit. Um, the Rangers, we talked about a little bit. So yeah, there's some teams on some nice little winning streaks here definitely um playing good hockey so yeah hopefully they can keep it up for sure and uh that about brings us to the end of um everything nhl uh if you liked what you watched you can subscribe hit the bell for notifications leave us a like give us a review give us your thoughts on the nhl so far um if you liked what you listened to you can follow us on spotify and you can also follow us on apple music and google podcasts and if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.